0: Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Traction GG podcast, where we talk about racing games, esports and sim racing. And we are joined this week by Anthony, or otherwise known as Bushy Ants, on uh, YouTube and social media. How are you doing, Anthony? Yeah, I'm doing good. Thank you for bringing me on, Tom. No worries. It's a pleasure to have you here. So today we're going to be talking about the Formula One video games again, and obviously because Formula One 2021 is the current one, most likely that game. It's also had some recent updates. So we're going to discuss that with a F1 game expert. But of course, also, I'd like to speak to Anthony about uh, his F1 creator process as well. And also maybe uh, online racing and things like this. So we'll cover a wide variety of F1 topics today. So first of all, Anthony, for those who don't know, who are you and what do you do?
1: Uh, Well, as you said, uh, my name is Anthony or Bushyants on YouTube and Twitch. And I mainly make just tutorial based content to do with the f1 games a lot of people they come on and they see you know esports drivers driving without assists and they want to be able to do that themselves so i usually just make videos around that i also just make some twitch highlights of just random stuff that happens in community races and stuff Mm. like that um i've made some league racing videos as well and just general analysis on races that maybe some of the other esports drivers have done outside of f1 esports as well
0: yeah so Anthony's a great resource for all things F1 game. Of course, Traction GG is, but Anthony does just solely the Formula 1 games, right? Yeah, pretty much just Formula 1. Yeah, so he really gets in-depth stuff. There's like track guides, setup advice, assist advice, uh, all sorts of wonderful stuff on his YouTube channel and obviously live streaming on Twitch. So, So what got you into the Formula 1 games in particular?
1: Well, it was a pretty quick process between me watching Formula 1 and getting into the Formula 1 games because I am a pretty new fan con- considering how long F1 mm. has been around. I've only been watching the sport since 2019 so uh, I was just went to a mate's house and he was watching uh, I think it was the German GP at the time and it pretty much just instantly hooked with me and uh, I think around about that time, Drive to Survive was was really popping so I thought I'd uh, yeah. that I'll watch and just you know get a little bit more info on on the sport and as I was doing that just as you do on YouTube saw some F1 2019 footage and that really that really started getting me into the games so I was like okay I need to play this game I'm really enjoying Formula One right now let me get into the games and uh, the first couple of YouTubers that I can really pick out that got me hooked on the game uh, T R Limitless I used to watch him all the time Uh, But I'd say the main person that got me into the games and also got me into making content on the games as well, probably Tom97, who... uh, Ah, yes. Yeah, you know, he's a pretty awesome guy. And watching some of his, like, career mode videos and stuff really got me into it.
0: Yeah, that's nice. That's an interesting case study there of how the games and the Netflix series and the live coverage all uh, groups together becomes one really cool spot to follow, I think. like Yeah, 100%. Um both the games and the Netflix series, that like you mentioned there, have done really good things for the sport, in my opinion. This is evidence of that. So so when you first started playing F1 2019 then, was it easy to get up to speed quickly or was it? did you find it quite a challenge? Uh, no, it was definitely a challenge at first. Um,
1: I think personally, with all the information that's out now, with the fact that you've got so many esports drivers making content as well, I definitely think it's easier to get up to pace now than it was back then. Because that's the whole reason I started the channel in the first place. It was just because there was a lot of videos that I wanted to make that I didn't see around. You know, there's a lot of small details when it comes to stuff that I'm really into. I really like the small details. And I didn't just I didn't see that a lot on YouTube. So I thought I would be that person to supply that for people.
0: Right. So you, you spotted a gap, so to speak. Because there is there is a lot of Formula One parlance or terms that are just used for F1 or F1 games. Yeah. Especially the F1 games, I think. There are so many modes now and settings. Like I'm into it, but I feel like, oh, hang on a minute. What if you're new to the game? And that's where YouTube comes in, right? And Twitch, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I'll definitely say that uh, with what Codemasters
1: are doing, it's definitely easier to get into the F1 games than it is more sim-based titles like iRacing and Oh, yeah. ACC. Uh, but it is still a challenge if you're like brand new, never really into racing games and stuff like that.
0: So how do you transition then from being, you know, a new fan of the sport, watching the Netflix show, playing the game, to then going, right, do you know what? I'm gonna put a lot of time into putting this on YouTube. Uh, what was the what was the you said there that it was because you spotted there was a gap and the smaller details weren't necessarily in the videos, but how what was the process like of going, okay, I've gotta use this equipment I've got to edit some videos? Well, I already had some of the equipment already um,
1: because I ran ran my own podcast beforehand. Um, It was nothing to do with sports or anything. It was more uh, SEO related and stuff like that because I was really big on SEO um, uh, a few years ago. So I had like the microphone and, and the camera and stuff like that um so yeah i I just i just thought why not just get stuck into to making videos i had made videos before uh, on stuff like call of duty and other games like that so uh yeah it was a lot easier for me to get back into it than it would be for someone to get into it for the first time but uh this still had some challenges my pc wasn't the best so i couldn't make like face cam videos it took hours to render videos as well so
0: (laughs) it was tough at first so how do you keep thinking of of new ideas and new ways of creating content now, uh, a couple of years later? Uh, well, i definitely say at, at first when people, um, you know, it's, it's a big barrier to overcome
1: when, you know, you don't have a lot of subscribers and you're just thinking about what type of videos to make. Uh, it's, for me, when I was in that situation, it was easier to just make content that I wanted to see. Uh, but now i think it's i think it's a lot easier once you get a certain amount of viewers coming in especially regulars because they will come and they'll suggest videos to you that they want to see and a lot of the time the stuff that they're suggesting it goes along the lines of what what you were thinking as well because they sort of learn your tendencies what you like to upload what they want to see from you and stuff like that so yeah now i'll definitely say it's a lot easier because i do get suggestions
0: from people in discord people on twitch and stuff like that right so the community is being built up to a point where they're almost they're almost helping you out to an extent in terms of oh we'd love to see this that's cool but as you say it can be quite difficult at the start when you're on grand level right And there's no one else there have you got any sort of tips or advice to people just starting out in like racing game content perhaps uh i would say my main tip in general when it comes
1: to youtube especially at the beginning is to experiment as much as you can just upload whatever you feel like hmm. uploading and you'll start to notice some trends. You'll start to notice um, how people react to certain types of content. And then if there's stuff that's working, you could just double down on that. Whereas if stuff isn't working, you could just
0: stop making those types of videos. Yeah. That's, that's sound advice, isn't it? I think the key thing there is get, get something out there at least, and then you can see if it's well received or not. Yeah. because move that's, on.
1: In, I mean, in my opinion, that's the main reason people don't see any success with youtube and success obviously is a objective word i mean even 100 subscribers i would consider a success and there's a lot of people who don't even reach that and it's because they try and make
0: things perfect from the get-go just start and you can always learn from there yeah and like you say as well listen to any comments or feedback that can be a big help can't it yeah so i'd like to talk about your just really quickly on the the video side your first video that you uploaded formula one and then also what your most popular video is. So so the first one in 2019, it's like talking about the Formula One game as a, as a new fan. And in that you mentioned, okay, you don't have a steering wheel yet. So what was the first steering wheel you got? And do you still play with a controller any? Or what steering wheel have you got now? Uh, funny
1: enough, the wheel that I first got is still the wheel that I'm using now. Oh, nice. Um, it's the Thrustmaster TX wheelbase. Right. And I've got um, just a Formula One style hmm. um, attachment to it. Uh, I don't really play with controller much, to be honest. Uh, I, I definitely think that I lose like a good couple seconds a lap if I play on a controller. Um, I actually st- when I started streaming on Twitch earlier on this year, my first my first stream was literally the worst <laughs> pad player on earth trying <laughs> to get to grips with the game. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I definitely wouldn't say I'm an expert on the pad.
0: Um, yeah, compared to the wheel. You can you can be relatively quick with a pad, but I'm with you if you want to step it up a notch. This game is approachable with a pad but you need you need you need a wheel I think.
1: Oh oh, oh no I 100% agree with that. Um yeah. there are some players out there um two that really stick out to me is uh, Lewis Welch and V Saira. They still play on the controller and they're some of the fastest guys I've ever seen. Yeah on the game so it's definitely possible i don't know how they do it though they must have incredible dexterity with their fingers oh 100% 100% me i'm i'm useless <laughs> so there's no chance of me being quick on the controller but me too. i think i think with the wheel it just because with the controller you're using your thumb to turn whereas yeah.
0: with the wheel you're using both of your arms it's just a lot easier hmm. yeah i would agree with that and then on your most popular video i think it was in 2020 where it's a uh, beginner assist advice Which is very very useful what how how does it feel when you know you have a video that that sort of blows up in that style uh well that was the first video that really
1: took off for my channel um when i uploaded that video i still only had about 180 subscribers at the time so it was definitely a new experience for me seeing the views climb and climb Mm. uh just getting the feedback from people on what they were thinking um F1 2020, I think, came out at around about a good time because it was really in the the heat of, you know, uh, everything to do with COVID and stuff. So yeah, there was right. a lot of people getting into the sport, a lot of people uh, getting into the games as well. So I definitely think it was the perfect time to make those sort of videos. And I think that's why
0: my channel really took off in a way. Yeah, and then yeah, I guess you've been making regular content since. So it's not just a case of resting on that one video, right? It's yeah. Trying to keep the momentum going. Yeah, I mean, when it it comes to YouTube, even if you've got, you know, 100,000, a
1: million subscribers, it's all about experimenting and seeing what new things you can try, what works, what doesn't.
0: Yeah, exactly. Speaking of new things, then, excellent segue there, I thought. Um, (laughs) This is the first F1 game where there's been new tracks for free after release. So last year in 2020, there was Hanoi, where that was new from the start, and then it was never used in real life. Kind of awkward. Now we've got, thank um, god. sorry, thank, thank oh god. yeah
1: yeah, thank god that track sucks.
0: Yeah, do you know? I think I might have said, Oh, it's not too bad at the start, and then everyone made me alive, and they were yeah. probably right. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I've never liked it since the beginning. Well, hopefully, um, Algarve International or what it's known as portimao and uh, Imola are more to your liking. What do you think they to are? these new additions? I definitely think they're both
1: really good tracks, obviously. If- F1 did race that Imola and I, I think I'm not sure if they've raced that Portima before but, no 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 uh yeah I like both tracks uh I've played both tracks on a of Corsa mm. and they were amazing there and coming into the F1 games um I definitely thought uh worse in terms of the tracks because I know that not everything is laser scanned in there but uh, they've done really well with those tracks. And I would have to say, for me personally, I prefer Mount over Imola. But I know a lot of that? people prefer uh, Imola. For me, it's the elevation changes. I really enjoy them, especially when you're racing wheel-to-wheel with someone, just going up and down, moving side to side like a roller coaster, as Lando would say. Uh, but yeah, I just enjoy
0: that. <laughs> yeah, I for me, I really enjoy both those track editions, And I feel that probably they're some of the best track recreations that Codemasters has done in in a very long time oh 100%, 100%. and um, I think Xanfort is there as well yeah yeah that's fair and I feel like now I wish okay it's open a can of worms can you maybe redo or revise some of the existing ones because <laughs> yeah, these, was, these are hoping, really cool I was hoping that they
1: were gonna in this game redo Spain and Australia based on based on the real life
0: changes uh, yeah. it doesn't seem as if they're doing it for this game though We're gonna have no. to wait for next year's I think we both really like this game, but obviously when you play it a lot, there are a few small things that you kind of wish would be improved that they get the feedback yeah. for. And I'm not a huge fan of like how they do Hungaro Ring or Spa. There's some like square curbs and stuff like this. And I was like, right, Algarve and Imola have shown that they can really do well when they start Scratch. So maybe next year, I hope that yeah, I uh, think, they improve it. I think it's just because uh, they reuse they reuse yeah. track models so
1: now that they've uh, got a little bit more money coming in and obviously more technology i i'm, I'm going to assume that next year's game is going to have a lot better track models
0: i hope so yeah and it is a yearly release it's very easy to forget that right a lot of people yeah. on the internet see comments and it's like the no, the workload to get that done i mean i'm
1: i'm definitely i'm definitely an advocate of that as well Um, i'm always complaining about the game (laughs) i complain about the game because i like it so much
0: yeah exactly we want to it comes from a place of passion and interest right where you you want them to have some feedback to to improve each year right um speaking of newer things I was really excited by those two new tracks. Are you excited for Jeddah at all? Is anyone excited for this Jeddah track?
1: I don't know. Uh, I did say on Twitter that I would have preferred if Istanbul was added than Jeddah. And I think it's just because of my experience with Istanbul over Jeddah, because I've still not really seen too much about Jeddah. And there's actually a reason for that. Uh, I wanted to sort of showcase what it's like to... Essentially, go into a track blind and learn it without the racing line. Cool, and F one game because uh, I know a lot of people do struggle with that. So that's why I've not really tried to look at stuff to do with Jeddah. So I'm going, going ah, basically
0: blind and interesting. See how I see how I go with it. Oh well, I'll definitely watch your video on that because that's yeah, that sounds like a different angle. That's cool. Yeah, um, yeah. I think with the turkey thing, maybe it could be just a case of timing, right? I think yeah, it, pro- it, it is. Yeah. I mean, Jeddah, they probably had the uh, track layout for a long time, direct from F1, and I think Turkey was another last-minute addition, wasn't it? But I'm with you on that. Turkey should should be, on paper, a much more fun track to play. Maybe if it's included as a bonus next year or something, I don't know, that would be really cool. Uh,
1: one, one thing I have said is, uh, I think Masters really need to continue on with what they've done this year in terms of adding tracks. Even if they do add a paywall with it next year, right. there's still going to be people who want to get, you know... New tracks coming in so because it does spice up the content and it does keep people playing for longer, so if they come out with d l c tracks each year, uh, I
0: definitely think that yeah, uh, it would be a good angle for them that's interesting. I would definitely pay for i've said this far too many times, but uh some classic tracks like
1: i mean I would love hung uh, Hungara Ring, but that's my favorite track personally, right, yeah, uh, just
0: old variants and old layouts and stuff, yeah and all this stuff would totally because uh, it's difficult because they have to be within the F1 license and calendar, right? But if you come back with some retro stuff, that's a nice way of doing some paid DLC in my opinion. But we'll, yeah. well, we'll see. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, is there anything else that you think that the F1 games would should improve on in the future? I know there's a lot of smaller stuff, right? Uh, me- and it's tricky, but
1: uh, for me, as a as a content creator, especially especially with Twitch, uh, Twitch is obviously very interactive with the viewers, and you do mm. open lobbies and stuff. For me personally, the biggest thing that needs to be added is cross platform, uh, being able to play with people from different platforms as well. Right. It, it it just bring a whole
0: new level to people who are content creators. Interesting. So I believe at the minute, if you have let's say a PS4 and a PS5, you can play cross generation. Yes. And if you've got an Xbox one, Xbox Series, but you can't play like what you're suggesting, which is like someone on PC against someone on Xbox against someone yeah. on PlayStation. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a, been a trend in gaming in recent years, right? Interestingly, there is a Codemasters game out there that does do that because Dirt 5. Added I heard, I've heard, i heard about that with Dirt 5. So. Yeah. But it's a very different game. And it, and even weirder, it runs on a different game engine to Formula One. It runs in on its own thing.
1: Yeah, so yeah, when, I mean, they, I'm hoping that they do bring some right. form of
0: it soon, but yeah. we'll see. That'll be really cool because then the, the whole league racing scene would almost exactly. change, or, or it, I think it would, yeah, it could grow. Are you into much league racing? I've seen uh, you do some streams and stuff, and host at, the this moment moment on, at the moment, I'm on break, um, right, just because of how
1: multiplayer has been on this year's games, definitely definitely not been the best and it's kind of ruined the experience of league racing for me so i'm on a hiatus right now but
0: yeah i've been league racing pretty much since i've started uh, making videos so when you were uh league racing was it enjoyable to compete against other people is that something that uh is good for content as well yeah not 100 it is
1: uh whenever whenever i play games if i'm into it i'm just naturally going to progress to that point where i want to face mm. other people i think you can only get so far racing against AI, um, racing against other people and trying to outsmart them in, in different ways is definitely a lot more fun. So for most people, league racing is a natural progression once they've had enough of, you know, my team and, and GP mode.
0: Yeah, so I did see one of your videos where you were trying to do one of the sort of the eSports qualifiers. Has, has it been, uh, have you ever been tempted to try and get into it on an eSports level? Like maybe for the uh, Challenger series or the time trials or something like this? Uh, not necessarily.
1: I mainly make those videos to educate new people on how to get into F1 esports. Mm. And just for fun to see where I'm at compared to the esports guys. For me, the main reason I don't want to be in esports is I just don't have the, mi- the same mindset as esports drivers. The amount of hours that they put in the game, I just can't do that for me. For me, uh, you know, I've got a lot of other stuff that I would rather be doing um, than
0: playing the game for you know like eight hours a day and stuff like that so yeah it's mad like we've spoken to a few drivers and their workload is yeah like eight to 12 Insane. hours every yeah. day Insane. yeah
1: and you're like oh man i'm, I don't I'm know how they tired do right now just thinking
0: about it <laughs> yeah i know i was like oh well i put so many hours into my, my team and then they're like oh no we do that probably every day and it's like oh okay fair enough uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> another level but, i mean it, it shows because look how close f1 esports is right exactly and that's not through like balance of performance or any weird stuff like this like they they're so competitive and they're set up just practice so much for those setups that in the end actually the best do rise to the top and that's why you see a close, close field right have you been watching the recent season yeah i've been actually doing watch alongs on on twitch i'm going to be doing
1: some today actually um, yeah next round i'm, look, is I'm looking to forward it. to it
0: yeah it's been a close season i don't know if you've got a do you think we'll win at this point, it uh, looks like he's very think, quick
1: again. I think I think Jano's definitely got the momentum, especially since he won last year. He knows what it takes to win, mm. so he's got the biggest advantage out of anyone. But uh, the field is a lot closer even to last year, so I definitely think it's gonna put him to the test. If he can win again, then I definitely think that even though Brendan's won twice because the field is so close now, I definitely think that would put Jano
0: above everybody. So far. Right. Because if he beats a more comp- like a really competitive grid, is that what you're saying? Maybe like yeah, it shows that. I mean, don't get me wrong, Brendan is
1: amazing, fantastic, very quick at the game. But obviously he won his two championships when the field was less competitive. So that's why I would sort of put Yano just slightly above yeah. Brendan in terms of in terms of the champions we've had so far.
0: Yeah, so uh, just for those listening, the time we're recording is on the the e- No, it's on the day of um, round four and five, and then tomorrow yes. is round six. Is that correct? Yes. Yep. So it's really like compacted, strange calendar um, because we've got two, three races within two days. It's kind of hard to follow, I guess, in some respects. For some people, um, I say it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything um, on the S one esports side, and knowing the game's performance online. That you'd like to see take a step forward, because to me, actually, I watched those those streams and they are really well presented and commentated to put together. And some of the racing racing can be good. Is that what you think as well, uh, or do you have a different view? I don't know. Put you on the spot there. I I, d- I do
1: think that F one esports right now is a good product. Um, uh, there's definitely there's definitely a commentator that I would love to see commentate on uh, the F one esports games. George Morgan, uh, I'd love to see him commentate one of those games uh no offense to any of the other guys who do the commentating of course but yeah. his energy that he brings to league racing videos uh league racing just in general um i'd love to see him on there uh other than that i think for me like i understand why they don't but i would love if they were uh, if they let the drivers stream their point of views I'd ah, okay to, i'd love to see that i see why they don't uh, cuz obviously other teams can get an advantage and obviously it takes away from the product itself cuz mm. people will be watching the players directly but it would be awesome if you could see you know someone like Lucas or someone like uh, Yano streaming their POV and just seeing how they cope with the pressure that would
0: be cool maybe that's something they integ- integrate into uh what's it called the F1 TV the subscription service or something they like- could do <laughs> they could they could do it that would be awesome but it by end the paywall I'm sure if you're also getting some formula 1 on boards as well it would all yeah. fit together wouldn't it yeah that's cool. So you mentioned George. There, uh, you've been watching PSGL. He's been doing uh, amazing yeah, things over there, right? I've I've
1: watched a good couple of races for PSGL. Uh, I had to miss a lot of them, sadly, because um, a lot of the time uh, I was racing in W R at the same time. So right. <laughs> uh, but since I've stepped back from league racing, I've been able to really get into into it, and I just
0: love the energy that George brings to to the commentary side of it. He's very passionate, isn't he? Yes, yeah. that's, that's really cool. Um, and it's good for the Formula 1 game to have someone jumping in it and trying to do something uh, professional yeah, with it, which is cool. Uh, all right, so that's that's a lot about content creation and the F1 game and the online world and esports. But what about Formula 1 this season, as in, like, the real world motorsport? Have you been enjoy- enjoying the year? Well, I mean, there's a, there's been a lot of people who've been vocal
1: about how they compare this season to previous seasons and stuff. And I can't really say much on it because I've only been watching you know, three seasons at this point, yeah. or two and a half, really, uh, to be honest. Um, I'll definitely say for me, since I've started watching, this definitely been the best season. And I just hope that they can really uh, close close the field, you know, just have it a little bit more competitive. Because for me, that's
0: why F1 Esports is so exciting to watch, because everyone's so close. Yeah, it's an element of unpredictability, right, which makes it even more exciting. Well, it, well, it is for me, I don't know about you, when at the minute you don't know going into each track if it's going to be a Red Bull or a Mercedes-AMG that's going to be the quickest or the setup's right.
1: Yeah, I mean, just, just look at uh, the previous race at uh, Coulter. You know, when, when you had Lewis, you know, trying to catch up to Max and you, you didn't know whether he would be able to do it or not. That's the excitement that people get out of, out of Formula 1. And if more of the cars were closer together, hmm. I definitely think we'd get a lot better races, even at tracks where people were consider them to be, you know, not great overtaking tracks.
0: Yeah, it's it's a shame you've missed out on. Uh, oof, I don't want to be controversial here, but like 2009 to like 2011, that was a good time because McLaren and Mercedes sometimes and Red Bull and Ferrari they could probably win each race. Yeah. And next year, then with the new rules, is that is that what you'd like to see? Yeah,
1: hundred percent. Yeah, I'd like to see. The, I would like to see the gap between the top teams and the midfield closer yeah. as well, because mm. uh, again, that'll just um, bring an element of surprise you know you, when you see uh, you know especially Pierre Gasly at Monza when you saw him one that was just like oh my god wow
0: it was it was amazing different. right yeah yeah. so who do you think will win the championship this year if you were if you were a betting person not that I advocate it you know uh, <laughs> who would you put your money on for uh, the, the drivers championship well
1: especially after Cota I think this is Max's championship to lose right is it, it's got a bit of a gap now and yeah, I mean, Max's consistency is just insane. So it's gonna I mean it's gonna be very hard for, for Lewis and Mercedes to really pull back uh, pull back some of those points, especially with how consistent he has been. Even when he's had unfortunate stuff happen to him. You know, what I mean uh, what was it, was it Hungary, I think, when he ended up losing like half of the yeah, side yeah. of his car or something? I mean he yeah. still
0: managed to pull a couple of points out of that. Mm. So it's also easy to forget he lost some points when he had like a puncture in Azerbaijan in the lead, yeah, which is unlucky scenario, right? Yeah, um, I mean, I don't really mind as long as it's not decided going into the final race. Like, you just want a decider. That's what that's what I would like. But I, I have a feeling I would I, if I was, if we were having a bet there, I would I would go Lewis. I just think right, he's got the experience towards the end now in these final races of being in that scenario before that might help. Yeah, ultimately, car speed is where it's at, but um. Well, I mean, Max hasn't yeah. won a championship
1: yet. So, I mean, in terms of that, I would definitely say that Lewis has the upper hand. But mm. you can see from just the way Max presents himself on track and off track that uh, he definitely has a confidence of someone who's won a championship, which
0: is kind That's of true since he's not won one yet. Yeah. And I think maybe an element that helps towards that is like whoever he keeps close to him and the team, they're all pushing behind yeah. Max, right? I don't think Red Bull even cares about the constructors at this point, they seem to like sacrifice the strategy as as and when, yeah. right? Yeah, so, just to give him that championship. Th- and that gives him the confidence, I think. So, yeah, interesting. It, I can't wait for these final few races. Yeah, it's uh, going to be exciting. Yeah, do you have a favorite uh, driver or team? Or do you just uh, like the sport I, I don't, in general? I don't, I,
1: don't, I don't think I've watched the sport long enough to have a mm. favorite driver. I'm a very neutral fan when it comes to it. Cool. <laughs> Usually, me when too. people ask me on Twitch, I'd say Lando just because uh, I know the most about him. Obviously, he streams yeah. sometimes and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'll probably say
0: Lando to answer the question. Do you think things like Twitch streaming and YouTube have more of a, an importance Formula One now, especially with this younger generation of drivers? Because, because Lando, for example, you mentioned him, like he's he's on there, and I think he understands this space that we operate in with gaming, especially as well. And so, is it pleasing to see that that drivers are actually getting involved as well?
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I've heard a lot about you know how drivers used to be uh, in the sport and how it was sort of very difficult to mm. sort of get to know them get in touch with yeah. them yeah. and yeah just it just makes them feel not relatable whereas with the younger generation the fact that they're on Twitch you know they you get to see them outside of all of that you get to see them be themselves and stuff it really makes you feel as if you do know more about them and I definitely think it's a good business move alongside just a good general movement as well. Because yeah. if you've seen what Landor has done business-wise and marketing-wise as well, I mean,
0: you could you could argue he could retire from Formula One now and still be quite a big entity. Yeah, it's a good point actually. Yeah, it's maybe um, something for him to fall back on, and hopefully, in many years time after Formula One's ended, he could still yeah, exactly still do it. But also, it's just good for fan engagement, right? Gets yeah. everybody more involved. I mean, um, Lewis, Lewis is kind of like the opposite of
1: that, where he's not hmm. as active, but he's still like a household name. Like, I would. I mean, I was speaking to my wife about this not too long ago. If you was to speak to someone who's never watched Formula One and you asked them who Max Verstappen is, probably not, might not know.
0: It might hmm. be a 50-50. But if you ask them who Lewis Hamilton is, chances are they would know. Yeah, that's a good point, actually, yeah. And I think Lewis has, yeah, he's not on Twitch, right? He's not doing these spots to tournaments, but he... Oh. He is doing like the bigger media stuff, right outside yeah. of F one, you know, the big like magazine front covers or the chat shows, and that's a good thing for Formula One, right? If it gets yeah, a hold new audience, I, and I, I think, think. I think more drivers should definitely look
1: into that sort of mindset. Mm. You know, not necessarily just—I I mean, you can care about the sport that you're driving in, but definitely have something that you can fall back on in case
0: something happens, or yep. once you retire, there's still things that you can do. Absolutely, that's cool. So, speaking of things you can do, uh, we're coming towards the end of our time here. Thanks so much, Anthony. Uh, what's What's next for you on the agenda in terms of uh, content creation? You know, Discord, Twitch, YouTube, anything in particular?
1: Uh, for me, I just want to I want to put more, more time into Twitch. I definitely want to start making content more on the entertainment side rather than the tutorial based side. Uh, I've definitely been enjoying editing like stream highlights and making you know clips tiktoks and stuff like that to do with that so i'm definitely going to be on twitch a lot more Uh, i'm using f1 esports as a sort of gateway to dabble into watch alongs and stuff like that i might potentially start doing that for Mm. the real life races as well eventually so we'll see what happens with that and yeah i'm just trying to build the community to be more of a instead of you know just people coming in and be like okay uh this setup that setup i just want to build a community of people who enjoy enjoy sports and talk about sports
0: oh well that's that sounds great i mean ultimately that's what it's all about uh, a community with a mutual interest yeah that that will uh, certainly keep the interest going won't it and it's also feels like you're providing something to them and they're they're helping you out as well so yeah i wish you all the best with that Thanks um very much so people can find you on twitter twitch youtube discord did you mention uh, tiktok there as well tiktok as well yeah yeah, uh, I have an Instagram, it? but I never use it. So, oh, don't, fair enough.
1: don't bother with that.
0: And is it uh, Bushy Ants and Everything, right? Pretty so much, yeah. B U S H I A N T Z for those listening. Yep. So, search that and you'll find a load of, a deluge of uh, interesting Formula One game content. All right. And if, even if you don't like the videos, still subscribe. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just hit that button. It, it all helps. Cool. Uh, Well, speaking of subscribing, uh, we'll wrap this up now. Uh, Thank you very much for joining us, Anthony. And if you're watching on the Traction YouTube channel, leave a comment below if you've been watching any of his videos. And if you've got any cool ideas for Formula 1 content, I'm sure it will be... Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Um, If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please do follow or subscribe because it helps the podcast out. And then we can do more cool interviews like this one. And obviously, don't forget to visit Traction GG on a daily basis. All right. Thank you very much, Anthony. Thank you very much as well. And keep it pinned.